everyone, welcome back to another solo edition of Filmcraft. I'm Matt Ralston, and Latif is not here with me right now. I am on the other side of Canada for holidays, and Latif is back in Vancouver. And then another fun announcement, I'm actually headed to Asia for a couple of months. My wife and I are going to be there for three months, touring around all of Southeast Asia. And it might end up bringing a couple changes to Filmcraft. Maybe we'll miss a week here and there with posting episodes. We're not entirely sure yet. We'll iron out the details, but rest assured, we're not going anywhere. But one of the things that... Actually, the only thing we're going to talk about today is screenwriting programs. And I guess there's kind of a second topic of what you use your screenwriting programs on. So the reason I wanted to talk about this is I've recently changed screenwriting programs. I think we've talked about this a decent amount on the show, but I have been a pretty die-hard writer duet fan. It's what I've used to write pretty much everything I've written. Initially, I started on Celtics. I used Celtics, Celtics, whatever you want to call it. I used Final Draft for a little bit, and then I found writer duet, and I've been enamored with it for years and years and years. But recently, there's been a change, and I wanted to do an episode like this just because when I'm going around to these film festivals and I'm doing the micro-budget talks that I've been doing, people always ask, you know, what do you write on? And there still is this idea that you need to write on Final Draft. And I, this whole episode isn't going to be don't write on Final Draft. We'll get to that a little bit. But there are other options out there, and they're really, really good options that you don't need to spend all of your money on. So I wanted to go over why I changed screenwriting programs, what programs you could use, and kind of go over the pros and cons of all of them. Uh, so I'm going to focus on mainly the biggest ones. I'm sure there's more niche ones out there than the five that I'm going to go over, but the big five that I think everyone, if you Google, you know, best screenwriting software, these are normally going to be the big five that keep popping up. Uh, four of these I've used, one of these I have not, so I just want to jump into what they are and give you some information on them so you can pick which one's best for you. So the big five that you're pretty much always going to get introduced to are Celtics, Fade In, Final Draft, Magic Movie Screenwriter, which is the one I haven't used, and Writer Duet. Now realistically, all of these are, if you're like, well, which one can write a script? All of them. All of them are going to be able to do pretty much the same stuff few things are going to be a little bit different, but if you're like, I just need a program to write a script, I've never written anything before, <clears throat> I just want to try it, grab which one, whichever one of these is free. I'm sure, I think Celtics at least, back when I used to use it probably five, six years ago, it had a free cloud version, so you can only write when you were connected to Wi-Fi and whatnot, but if you're just trying out screenwriting, start with something free, don't pump a lot of money in anything because you know maybe you'll hate it or maybe you'll find everything you need in the free version <coughs> so I'm just going to run through these screenwriting programs real quick give you some pros and cons um, one thing to also keep in mind is some of what I'm about to say will be a little bit outdated like the Celtics one that I'll get into first because like I, I haven't used that in five-ish years I'm sure it's gotten better in a lot of regards I would assume it hasn't gotten worse but I'll tell you kind of what it's like, <clears throat> why I stopped using it, and you can make your own call. So Celtics, like I said, even when I left 
stopped using it. There was a free version where you could go online and, you know, it was all cloud-based. I'm pretty sure there was a, a certain amount of scripts you could have on there before you started paying, but it, it's a really, really good beginner screenwriting software. If you just need something to jot down some ideas, you want to practice writing a little bit, it's fantastic, fantastic way to go about that. It's free. Um, the big downside is with the, the free version of it that you can't just go anywhere. You can't sit on a bus and type unless you want to use the Wi-Fi on your phone or whatnot. <clears throat> so that's a huge downside. But they, I know they do have a paid version as well. And it doesn't look cheap either. Screenwriting basic is $10 a month. Video production, whatever that is, I'm sure you're never going to need it. 15 bucks a month, game production for VR, $15 a month. This is not cheap, Jesus Christ. Or you can get everything for $25 a month. Yearly is... You get a bit of a discount. Okay, don't use Celtex. I take back what I said. Um, don't use it. <laughs> it doesn't look like there's a free version. And if you're a beginner, that's what you're looking for. And if you're looking to be a bit more professional in screenwriting. I'm going to get to the program that I recommend, and I've recently fallen in love, head over heels in love with this program. I can tell you just by looking at this screen that it blows this one out of the water. So Celtex, don't use it. Looks like overpriced. I can't speak to the quality of the actual program, but you can get at very least the same features that the Celtex will use for considerably cheaper. So fuck Celtex. Moving on. Second one is actually the one that I've just mentioned that I've recently fallen in love with. It's right, or no, it isn't Writer Duet. It's Fade In. So I switched from Writer Duet, and I'll save that till the end as to why I did it, because it just happens to be the last program on here that I'm going to kind of talk about. <clears throat> Fade In, I initially wasn't overly impressed with. I know that it's a lot of really famous people use it. The guy that just wrote Chernobyl, the best rated TV show of all time. He uses Fade and Ryan Johnson. He just wrote Knives Out. He did Star Wars Last Jedi. Whether you hated Last Jedi or not, he still wrote it on that. My One of my personal writing heroes, Ken Levine, he uses Fade in. He's the guy that wrote the Bioshock, Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite game. <clears throat> There's a lot of really great people that use Fade in. And like I said, I wasn't too impressed with it when I first opened it up. It's very minimalistic, and coming from Writer Duet, it actually kind of felt like a step down in terms of the UI. When you look at it, it's just your script on the left. You'll have all your te your text and whatnot. You have your normal tabs at the top. Top right, you're going to have selection of like your scene heading, action character, whatever type you want to type in in that moment. And at the bottom right, you have a nav navigator, which will just take you scene by scene, and it says... You know, scene one, interior room day. It'll say the page number, and then scene two is exterior bathroom day, and it'll say that one starts on page four. That is the thing I've come to love the most about Fade In. Uh, I find the navigator very, very helpful. It'll also give you the first like line or two underneath that of how it starts. It kind of kickstarts your brain into like, oh, I know what this scene is, even if you don't recognize the header or what page it's at. I find it extremely extremely useful um the top right the the format the characters all that stuff you can pick it's useful but you'll learn the keyboard commands as you go so you won't really need that a whole bunch but it it's nice to have there um but the real reason that i've fallen in love with this software is i find it extremely reliable i really 
really love Fade In. It's very minimalistic, which, like I said, coming from Writer Duet, it felt like a big downgrade. But once you get used to it, I have so much less distractions. Writer Duet kind of has stuff everywhere, and there's a lot of options, which is a really good thing. But once you learn how to use Fade In, you'll realize that it has those same options and more. There's things I can do with Fade In to kind of jazz up and bring a little bit of personality to the script that I straight up couldn't do with Writer Duet. And I was looking to do these specific things. So when I came here, I was very impressed that I had all these extra options. But along with that minimalistic UI, you're not distracted. You just sit there. You kind of get into a flow state, you get in the zone, you just start typing. And for me, and this is something that I've heard echoed in other writers as well, once you get into this state, it's just freeing and you write. There's no distractions. With Writer Duet all the time, maybe it's because the tabs in some way reminded my brain of internet tabs that I would all the time just be like flipping to YouTube, put on a video, and you know, that's kind of internet addiction on my part. <laughs> but with Writer Duet, or sorry, with Fade In, I never feel that at all. I'm just immersed in the writing experience. Everything's black and white, everything's right there, and I just get into this wonderful, wonderful flow state. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, another really, really great thing about Fade In is you can download a demo version, and the demo version you can use however the fuck you want. It is completely free. The only caveat that comes with is if you export a script, it's going to have a watermark of Fade In, which is pretty fair. They just gave you this program for free, and it is the best screenwriting program. So for it to just come with a watermark, that's pretty damn good. And if you're writing anything over 10 pages, every once in a while a little pop-up will come up that will last for three-ish seconds before you can dismiss it that just says, would you like to purchase the professional fade-in program? And you just wait a couple seconds, hit not now, it goes away, you keep going. Those are the only two things that it keeps you from with this free demo version is what they call it, which in my mind is a pretty goddamn good demo version. I'm still on the demo version, to be honest, the only reason I was waiting to buy the pro version is because I was hoping there was going to be a bit of a New Year's or Boxing Day or Christmas sale, which there wasn't, and you know, it's no big deal. It's very affordable anyways. I'm pretty sure it's either $69.99 or $79.99, which is a lifetime. Unlike what I just mentioned, Celtex, that's $10 a month. So if you have Celtex for eight months, that's the same price as Faden is for life, which is another reason why Celtex can now suck a cock. So Faden, I don't have... I could go on about this all day. I really, really, truly love this. I think everyone should use it. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't blame anyone that doesn't use it unless they're using Final Draft, which I'll get into in a second because that's a cash grab. But fantastic, ten out of ten program. It is the only. I can't even say bad thing, but I'd say a bit of a learning curve thing to it is it's so minimalistic that it couple features which are niche niche features that you're almost never going to use like at one point I had one word that I wanted to put in like 50 point font to be considerably larger than the other words I did look a little bit for that but other than that everything you need is right there it's all very very easy and it's very reliable I recommend fade in I've completely fallen in love with it I think you will too and again try the demo it's free free just do it. You got nothing to lose. All right. So moving on to the next one, final draft. Um, 
I have used Final Draft before. It's good. It is absolutely good. It will write, it will help you, no, it won't help you write your script. It will enable you to write your script. It's going to do pretty much most of the things that Faden does. Um, it's fairly reliable from what I've heard. I haven't used it in quite a few years, but I think at this point they've ironed out most of whatever glitches it has and whatnot. Now, yeah, it's good. It's good. I think people love to shit on it because it's expensive and notoriously doesn't have a lot of features that other programs like Fade In or Writer Duet will have for considerably cheaper. But anyone that's going to say Final Draft is a bad screenwriting program isn't really correct. I think they're more saying that from an emotional reaction of they're paying so much more to get so much less compared to the other screenwriting programs. Final Draft is good. It is not great. And any, you'll often hear people say Final Draft is the industry standard for screenplays. Which I think it is because it was really the first screenwriting software. It's what everyone became adapted to, but these programs like Fade In and Writer Duet, they became programs because they were so frustrated with Final Draft that they actually came out and made their own writing programs, made it better than Final Draft. You will still hear people say Final Draft will give you revision uh, options and so many other things that other, that that's the reason why it's industry standard. And maybe that's true, but here's the thing. Fade in, Writer Duet, probably even Celtex, they will have these things as well. So these industry standard programs and features, it doesn't really matter. And a lot of people say, well, you know, you need an FDX format file for industry standard, which is the Writer Duet file. Sure, sure, maybe. No one's ever asked me for it. You know, I'm not a huge Hollywood guy yet. But what I can tell you is Faden and Writer Duet, you can export to those files. So if someone's like, hey man, give me your final draft file. In Faden, in Writer Duet, you just go export, final draft, done. In my eyes, there is almost nothing, if not nothing, that final draft can do that would make it, make you need it. I mean, it's just it lacks behind in a considerable amount of ways, especially with what it asks for financially for you to buy it. Uh, I don't know if there's a free version. I would really, really, oh no, here it is. You get a 30 day free trial. So yeah, try it out if you want. I mean, couldn't hurt you. One bad thing about Final Draft is, remember how I mentioned for Fade In, and this is the same for Red Dead Dwight, you pay one time like 79 bucks, that's it for life. You will get upgrades for free for the rest of your life. Final Draft don't do that. They release Final Draft 10, and then if you want to upgrade to Final Draft 11, it's another $100. And then when Final Draft 12 comes out, it's another $100. They're, every update they have costs money. And in my eyes, that's a huge bummer. It's kind of a dick move when they're the only ones that really do that. Oh my god. And it costs 250 US dollars to start. Do not use Final Draft, guys. Like, if it gets to a point where you're working for Marvel and they're like, we'd really prefer if you use it, sure, get it then. But here's the thing. You're going to be get, getting a seven-figure paycheck for that. If you're sitting in your tiny office, 
your room, your living room, kitchen, wherever you are, you're not making money, do not buy Final Draft. Don't do it. You will regret it. Well, actually, you probably won't regret it if you do, but your wallet will. And that's bad news because we're starving artists. So yeah, don't. Just trust me. Try any other one other than Final Draft. Unless you want to do it for free for 30 days and forget about it. Okay, so the next one, admittedly, I haven't used. Um, I'm looking at a little bit of it now. It's Movie Magic Screenwriting Software. Honestly, it looks pretty good. It's very minimal minimalistic. It looks like Windows 98, if I'm to be honest, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's one thing that I've really come to love from Vaden is how minimal it is, and it's enabled me to do more work. Like I just mentioned, this seems to have the same kind of thing, which I think would actually help people get a lot of work done. So it's $250 as well. I'm going to leave it at that. Don't use this. It looks really old, which... From a minimalistic perspective, it actually isn't bad, but it's going to charge you $250 for a program that looks way, way old, then I just wouldn't, I wouldn't get into that one. All right, so that brings us to our last one, which is Writer Duet, which is where the biggest story from this podcast comes. This is the whole reason I'm making this episode. I used to be a die-hard, die-hard Writer Duet screenwriting software user i love it and in some ways i still do love it um the ui on it how it looks how you interact with it i'm actually a really really big fan of i'm looking at it right now and i still have it on my computer it is a beautiful beautiful piece of software i've written many scripts with it um if you include revisions i've probably written 25 scripts with this thing I made my first two movies on it. It's enabled me to do a lot of really great things, and I bought it for a one-time fee of, at the time, I think it was $49.99 or something like that, which lasted me five years, which is another reason you don't fucking buy Final Draft or Celtics or whatnot. If it was Celtics for five years, it would have cost me, what, $600? Writer do, or uh, Final Draft would have cost me... 250 plus every year they release a new one so 750 this one cost me 50 bucks could do everything that those could do this one also has real-time collaboration which i've never used in all fairness and and it's kind of one of their biggest selling points so what that is is i could be typing on writer duet right here latif could be over in vancouver we could be working at the scram on the same script at the same time editing as we go and it's real-time collaboration which is kind of cool um, the idea of it, just for me, is nauseating. I would hate it if things on the script were just changing as I was changing them, but if you're into that kind of thing, then power to you, you can do it. Even if you don't use that, it is really great. It can do pretty much anything you need. It's cheap. The guy that makes it is amazingly responsive. I've lost a couple scripts with it. Just some rewrites, and I contacted him said here's what's going on he'd always get back to me within a day really nice guy you know i've had minimal interaction with him but to see the person that's created the program getting back to you like that it i think it's a really cool thing and i give him huge props for that now why don't i use writer duet anymore it's exactly what i just said when i was writing what we don't say i finished the fourth draft and then don't know what happened but when i opened it again it was gone. So Writer Duet 
will say that it auto saves every two minutes or whatever, you know, very, very often. So I contact him like, man, where the fuck is my script? I just spent a couple months doing this. We're in pre-production. We're going towards filming. And it just didn't save for some reason. So I was like, okay, that's shitty. I had to redo the entire thing, which, you know, I was pretty pissed off about at the time. But when I actually sat down to rewrite the script, rewrite the rewrite of the lost rewrite, um, it was pretty fresh in my memory, so I could bang it out within like a week. Still sucks, but it wasn't the end of the world. And then this has kept happening to me repeatedly. That version, the fourth draft of What We Don't Say was lost. I had to redo that. I did a rewrite on another script I had after What We Don't Say. That second draft just vanished. I contacted him again. He's like, it's just not there. And then I did another rewrite of a script that I'm working on now which I'm hoping will be my next feature and that vanished as well I don't know what it is He every time I contact him he's baffled but this has been happening for years and I'm tired of doing the same work over and over and over again when it's the program that just keeps doing something and glitching and whatnot. so I've switched and initially I didn't go to Faden. I went to Writer Solo, which is their spin-off program, I guess you could say. Uh, it's the same thing, but it's not cloud-based, and it's not real-time collaborative. It's you working on a script on your hard drive, and that kept losing me rewrites as well. So I went to Faden, and I'm super happy with it. I really, really hope writer duet solves this and honestly I hope I'm just this freak anomaly where it keeps happening to me and no one else because it's a really really shitty feeling but at this point I have abandoned writer duet I exported everything put it on my google drive and now it's in Faden. and Faden has been fantastic for me it is bar none the program I would recommend I know Latif's used it for a lot of years he recommends it um, a lot of really respected people do that's pretty much all I have to say about those when you're on your desktop. Um, decide what's right for you. That should be enough information for you to get things going along with recommendations and real real stories. See what's best for you. Try it out. I would recommend Fade In. Heavily, heavily recommend Fade In. Now, I would like to touch on something else. Everything I just talked about is for desktop. I write on a MacBook Pro. I really love it. Uh, great computer, never really failed me, other than this writer duet stuff. And since I'm going to Asia in a couple months, or sorry, for a couple of months, I thought to myself, as much as I love this MacBook Pro, it's a decent amount of weight. Do I want to carry this on my back for three months? And the answer is no, not really. I mean, I love the computer. I'm going to come back to it as soon as I get back from Asia, but I want something a little lighter. So what I did the other day was for a Boxing Week sale, I went out and I bought an iPad Pro. And now I know I'm sounding very Apple fanboy right now. I do really love their computer. I don't love their phones, so this isn't something where I'm just going to suck Apple's cock the entire time. But I did my research, and Android tablets are notoriously garbage. So I went out and got an iPad Pro. And I want to just talk a little bit about these screenwriting programs on the, the iPad Pro. So 
I've got an 11 inch 2019 iPad Pro, uh, you know, pretty top of the line. I don't love typing on a tablet, so I went out and I got a keyboard accessory. That's it there. And a folding case so I can make a mock laptop. It's, you know, half the weight, probably under that, doesn't weigh very much. It'd be great to take on the trip to Asia. And I'm probably gonna return it. Let me tell you why. Um, the iPad itself is gorgeous. The screen is unreal. I don't have enough good things to say about it, except every single writing program, including Fade In, sucks balls. Let me tell you why. It's because they have to build a program from scratch. So instead of Fade In just taking the exact same program and making it the exact same but touchscreen on here, it is not that. And in all honesty, it it's not terrible if you know I when I first got it it kept crashing and I was really really pissed because I went out and bought this really expensive tablet to do this while I travel I don't know what happened but it stopped crashing uh, the layout of it is quite a bit different it's just your screen pages at the bottom you'll have little characters for you can click to have your scene header like interior room night your action lines character lines you have all that kind of stuff there and then how it interacts with the keyboard is pretty good but you remember how earlier when I was talking about the fade in program I mentioned that there's that scene navigator on your bottom right where you just always have your scenes and the page number and everything I really love that and it's missing from here you can click your options and you have a tab called scene and it'll bring up everything so from these scene headers I'll just read what's in the script so I'll have like exterior the suburbs night fall that's my first header but in this program it doesn't say the page it doesn't say anything else and in this movie we revisit the same place over and over again so I kind of have to just keep clicking like oh I wonder if this is the right bedroom no it's not that one let's go to the next one where with that navigator I could see the first line it was beautiful could go to it no problem really really missing it on this iPad version there's just a lot of stuff you can't do which if you go into the Apple store and look up fade in pro on it, it the reviews are terrible and all the reviews are right it is a far cry from what it is on desktop. I did install Writer Duet on this, imported the script back in there. It didn't import properly, and my frustrated frustrations with Writer Duet remain, so I just closed it and deleted the program immediately. But from what I can tell, and this is going to be the polar opposite of what we just talked about with the desktop version, apparently Final Draft is the best screenwriting program on the iPad which blows me away. I'm not going to pay the money to try it out, but the reviews are apparently it's the best on this tablet version. So if you're going to be someone that wants to try and strictly screen write on a tablet, you can do it. You can totally do it. Um, if you're coming from a desktop, be ready to be frustrated. I kind of am right now with the experience I've had shelling out this, in all honesty, not a little bit amount of money. This is a very expensive device with all the accessories and whatnot, and I just wanted it for a lightweight, something I can take on the road. Probably going to return it, like I mentioned. It's kind of a disappointment, but if 
if all you have is a tablet, you'll be able to screen write. You can find a program for you, and the best thing about the tablet actually is the screenwriting programs are drastically cheaper. Like Final Draft Mobile is $14 compared to $250. That's quite a bit better, you know? Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of good things to say about mobile screenwriting apps, so huge disappointment thus far. I'm going to keep messing around with it for a day or two, but odds are I'm going to be getting rid of this whole tablet and just bringing my laptop at this point because what you can do is that much better just from a writing perspective not to mention like we're closing a distribution deal right now and trying to navigate that on the tablet has because I've been trying to force myself to use the tablet as much as possible it's honestly a pretty big fucking nightmare I find myself going to get my laptop constantly so I think just as a filmmaker in general your laptop's going to be your friend. I wouldn't recommend the tablet. But this is just my first, you know, couple of days using it. Maybe I'll get used to the learning curve. I'm actually going to do a follow-up episode on whatever I end up doing. But recommendation at the end of the day, use a desktop or a laptop and fade in if you're using... A tablet or a phone power to you man try out a bunch of them I think they're all pretty subpar even fade in which I adore on the laptop but yeah end of the day laptop fade in is the recommendation but try them all see what's best for you except final no even final drafts got the 30 day try that too let me know what you think and if there's anything I didn't touch in this video that you have question-wise, whether it be about specific programs or going from the laptop to the tablet, just let me know, and uh, I'll give you my opinion on it. But until then, this has been Filmcraft. I'm Matt Ralston. We'll see you in the coming weeks. Like I said, I am going to Asia in a little bit. I'm going to be there for quite a while. And if you're in Asia and you listen to the show, drop me a line. Maybe we'll meet up and get a coffee. Um, we're still going to try and release episodes every week maybe we'll miss a week here and there if we do that i apologize but we have not forgot about you we still love you and episodes are coming so until then i'm matt ralston and thanks for listening we'll catch you later